Hello everyone, welcome to Book Besties, the podcast. But before we get started on a new episode, go check out our link tree. It's always in the description. Let's get started. Hey guys, I am back and today we're going to be um, hearing another very interesting story about a stepfriend again and now if you have heard the episode stairway to the heavens a step well and proud queens then you would know that there is already a story about a step well which is actually very interesting and kind of the base for the whole story but this is another one and that one was told by ajit this one is told by aja okay let's just get into it this one is equally interesting the next day aja set out for the farm with two helpers in tow it was mid morning and the sun was shining brightly in the sky aja and his helpers were planning to pluck pumpkins and then head to the nearest town to sell them tony stood on the veranda and called out to him aja i finished my breakfast i want to come with you to the farm too Child, it is hot and we will take a lot of time to finish our work. That doesn't matter, Aja. I'll wear my hat. I really want to come with you. I've only seen pumpkins in vegetable shops and then never with the vines. Please let me come, Nuni persisted. Aja signaled for her to join him. Nuni hurriedly grabbed her hat and Aja picked up his umbrella. By the time the four of them reached the farm, the work was already in full swing. There were hundreds of pumpkins in different sizes and shapes lying in heaps. Aja sat on a chair and started giving instructions about which batch to load on which pickup truck and which pumpkins to be kept separately to distribute to his friends. After about half an hour, things were moving smoothly. Nuni started talking to her grandfather. Aja, do you know the story of Sumanaika and the maidens that came down from the moon? Aja smiled. <laughs> you must have heard this story from your grandmother, right? Is it true? Is it really, really true? Is that really how Sumana Hale got its name? Do you think that there is a well somewhere under the ground, maybe even below the farm or our house? No, nee, that is all hearsay. I only know what our ancestors have told me. And and what did they say? Tell me, Aja. I'm dying to know. Aja barked a few more orders and began his story. Long, long ago, there lived a handsome king named Sumanaika. He was brave, kind, courageous, and very generous. His kingdom lay in the delta between the rivers Varada and Tungabhadra. There was a thick forest around the area, and many wild animals lived there. Sometimes they would enter villages and scare the people, destroy the crops, and eat the cattle. After a number of such complaints and no improvements in the situation, the king decided to hunt these wild beasts himself. Two days later, he went hunting on his horse with the soldiers by his side. Soon, he had left the soldiers far behind and lost his way. While searching for a way back. Sumanaika came across a hut where an old man was dozing on the veranda. There was nobody else around. The king got off his horse and waited for the old man to wake up. After some time, the old man opened his eyes. Sumanaika gently questioned him. You look a little unwell. Are you feeling alright? 
The old man shook his head. Isn't anyone here to take care of you? The king asked. This is my home and I am all alone. I have no family. Actually, I was planning to go to Kashi, but I fell sick, so I decided to stay back. Kashi is so far, old man. Why do you want to go there? It doesn't matter. I won't be able to go in my current state of health anyway. Sumanaika introduced himself. I am King Sumanaika. Come with me. I'll take you to the kingdom and make sure that you receive the best treatment. The old man was surprised by the king's generosity and nodded. In a few hours, one of the soldiers found Sumanaika and all of them came back to the king's palace. The royal physician treated the old man and the king ensured that he was given good food and plenty of rest. The old man recovered completely within a month and when he was fit to travel, the king called him to his chambers and said, Here is some money. Take it and travel to Kashi. Use it to fulfill your desire. The old man laughed heartily. I don't think I need to go to Kashi now. Maybe I can do what I want right here. Tell me, why did you want to go to Kashi? So Manaika was curious. O oh, king, I'm an architect. I have great plans to build a step well. Not an ordinary one, but a well with beautiful statues, ornate pillars and seven Shiva temples. I've spent years fine-tuning my architectural plans and drawings. Some said that the king of Kashi is large-hearted and that he may be generous enough to fund my step well. But now, I know that you are no less. Your devotion and your generosity to a stranger has touched my heart in more ways than I can say. Sire, if you can help me with my dream, I will be honored. The old man opened his tattered bag and laid out, laid out the drawings in front of Sumanaika. The drawings were immaculate and the designs intricate. Sumanaika was very impressed. I would like to construct this in my kingdom, but it will require a lot of money. Then I will have to tax my people, and I'm not sure that I want to do that to them, he said sadly. Please don't worry about that. I don't want you to start this work with diffidence. If you allow me, I can help you a little. My entire clan of sculptors is a hundred miles away in another kingdom, but I can call them here. I also know how to search your hidden wells below the earth. Do you remember the hut you found me in? Hundreds of thousands of gold coins are hidden below the earth there. I didn't share this information with you at the time because I didn't know you. But, hmm, I think it's time now. Let's unearth the enormous wealth and use it for the construction of the temples. Then you won't have to tax your people. The king was surprised at this disclosure. He ordered his soldiers to unearth the gold coins. True to his words of the old man, the king discovered the hidden treasure. Soon, hundreds of sculptors came from everywhere and the work began with great gusto. Slowly but steadily, the work continued. It took the workers four whole years to complete the step well, but the temples are majestic and magical. Whoever saw the temples in their last stages of completion simply stood and soaked in their beauty. The water source at the bottom had water so sweet that it tasted like nectar. A few days later, the old man handed over the temple to Sumanaika and said, My dear king, the project is complete and my dream is realized. There isn't a more beautiful well in the south of India like this one. But if I may advise you like a father, listen to my words carefully. Water is a source of energy. If the source of water gets contaminated, 
then our entire ed- effort will have failed and this temple will no longer remain the way it is please make sure that people wash their feet before they come into the temple and everyone must be allowed to take only one pot of water away i request you to regulate this also please close the temple once every fortnight this one day break will allow the water to maintain its level never ever make an exception to this rule follow my guidance and the monument will stay the way it is for a very very long time king sumanayaka promised to do so and proclaimed in his kingdom there exists a beautiful temple dedicated to lord shiva in our kingdom people who would like to go there and perform puja can do so but on one condition they have to wash their feet and cleanse themselves before entering the temple the water will be used for no other purpose except for drinking and everyone can carry away one pot of water and no more these rules are to be strictly followed and there will be no exceptions the temples will remain closed on full moon nights and nobody will be allowed inside so manaika wanted to make his people comfortable so he ensured that there was another water body for them near the stepwell people could bathe there change their clothes and then enter the stepwell the news spread like wildfire people came from all over the kingdom to see the architectural masterpiece and pay their respects to lord shiva the well remained open on all days except on full moon nights days passed and word spread even further people started coming from far and wide and from different lands a small tourist spot was set up near the stepwell and named somanahari Despite the increase in the number of visitors the well was kept very clean and guards monitored the well and the activities during the day vigilant officers were hired to take care of the premises at night months later the king was blessed with a beautiful baby boy he was named shashi shekhar unfortunately though he was smart he was rather arrogant One day the king decided to go for a 3 month pilgrimage with the queen to North India and handed over the reins of the kingdom to his son in his absence. The king told him, "My child, you are the future king. You must learn as much as you can from your own experiences and from observing others' lives. You should be humble, respect people who are older than you, understand your subjects and make all decisions keeping their welfare in mind. Only then can you succeed and become a great ruler." Prince Shashi Shekhar nodded but didn't really care for his father's words. The king warned him about the rules of the stepwell and instructed his son to follow them until his return. Shashi Shekhar happily agreed. Once the king left the kingdom, Shashi Shekhar and his friends became the lords of the land. They were young with no wisdom and no authority figure to stop them. The prince's friends told him, "Your father is so old-fashioned and he hates to experiment." Decades ago an old architect dictated some random rules to him and he is following them to this day. If something happens, you have enough wealth to create another step well. Water is meant for fun. It will be wonderful to bathe and swim in the step well. Why don't we do that in the next full moon night? When your father comes back, you can show him that there's nothing special about that old fool's rules. Shashi Shekhar got extremely carried away by his friend's words and recklessly went on a full moon night to swim in the well. The officers at the entrance stopped him, but he arrogantly replied, "I am your ruler now, and this land belongs to me. I can make the rules as easily as I can destroy them. Nobody can stop me." 
He pushed the officers aside and went inside with his friends. They swam and played there, drank the water, made fun of old people, and came back to the palace. The next day, Shashi Shekhar made a new proclamation. The step well will be used as a swimming pool for the prince and his friends. They can come any time they want. People can also take as much water as they want. There will be no rationing going forward. Within hours, people were carrying as much water as they wanted. Rich people carried more because they could bring a cart. In just two days, the water level started decreasing rapidly, and soon an epidemic occurred in the entire kingdom. People started getting high fever and vomited frequently. Their symptoms continued for days. No one realized that this was because of the water had been contaminated. Nothing could cure the epidemic, and people started dying. Shashi Shekhar was taken aback. He spent money freely to get the best medicines for his people, and yet he was unsuccessful at saving them. In four months, the kingdom was reduced to just a few thousand people. He lost his parents, the kingdom's crops, and his soldier. Shashi Shekhar now became worried about being conquered by a bigger army. He hated the step well. He thought it was the root cause of all the evil and ordered his guards to fill it up with mud. In less than a year, Sumanaika's beautiful kingdom was conquered by his neighbors and all was lost. Aja, is this really true? asked Nuni. I don't know, but this is what I've heard from my elders. We stay in the same Sumanahale. When I was young, many people tried to look at the well, but with no luck. Maybe it is all hearsay, or maybe it occurred elsewhere. Maybe our ancestors made up this story because the name of our village is Sumanahali. Who knows? But one thing's for certain never disobey your elders' words if they ask you to take something seriously. It comes from experience. And don't forget, Nuni, we should use our natural resources like water very carefully. Yes, Aja, I know. By this time, the pumpkin heaps on the trucks looked like yummy orange mountains. Nuni was in the front seat of the pickup truck with her father. It was so much cooler than her father's car, or so she thought. Within minutes, they were headed towards the nearest vegetable markets. So that was the second version of the story. And if you paid attention, we are going to have a surprise in just a few more episodes. So, yeah, come back next time for the whole story. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. But before we go, do leave a review and follow or subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Bye for now. My voice, your ears.